Surprisingly for me, it was meeting other uh, people of color here in Santa Fe, New Mexico, who had experienced uh, similar issues, either with hair um, problems moving into the desert or skin issues, um, sharing some of the oils that I had and some of the techniques that I was implementing. Um, in addition to my um, oil-based moisturizers, they were seeing success with it. Um, it wasn't something that I had multiple products and stuff, but they were requesting like, hey, do you have more? Um, and so I said, well, maybe, you know, this is something that other women could uh, appreciate and see value in as well, especially if you're in a dry climate or you naturally struggle with uh, a dry skin. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I am your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is conscious beauty. Now, today's quote states, beauty is power, a smile is your sword. This quote, guys, is by John Ray. Now, to get into today's episode, serial entrepreneur April has recently launched a clinical grade conscious skincare line and is helping to dismiss beauty myths for women of color. AS Skincare highlights a natural glow while promoting a conscious lifestyle. This line is a cruelty-free, vegan, no artificial fragrances, all natural, and is responsibly made here in the U.S. Hello, April, and thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on here. I was looking forward to being able to speak with you today. Yes, thank you, thank you. And so just to get right into it, for those who are new about learning about your journey into entrepreneurship and how you got started, can you just walk us through um, that process? Sure. So uh, my background um, in entrepreneurship originates in publishing. Um, In launching a publishing company um, out of Louisiana, there aren't many resources or, at the time, uh, mentors in that state to help you. So you really learn quickly um, how to do things grassroots in terms of marketing and getting your book out there, um, as well as how to garner new um, authors to the company. Um, So through publishing, I was able to learn a lot about entrepreneurship that I didn't learn through uh, my stint in college. Um, I've always been a person that was big on uh, clean eating, um, being conscious of what you're putting into the body as well as on your body, um, including hair care. So um, beauty has always been something really personal to me. And now that um, people have gravitated to this conscious beauty boom, um, that led to even more excitement um, for me. For the past five years, I've been, um, like most people have done, concocting my own oil-based, they call them serums now, but I was calling it a moisturizer because I I moved from Louisiana to a desert climate, which is in New Mexico. Um, And so my skin was... uh, 
the driest I've ever known it to be uh, because Louisiana is a very humid state. And those oil-based moisturizers really, really help. Um, It started out with, excuse me, primarily being um, organic essential oils with a carrier base um, that I find to be the most effective for for my skin being in a climate environment. And then it also gave it a really beautiful glow um, which is something that I love to promote for us brown girls is to really appreciate our color and the variety of shades. And when we have a glow, it, it really is exceptional. Yes, yes, I love it. So I know that you mentioned, of course, you know, that was a pivotal moment in your um, journey into entrepreneurship where you had the publishing, publishing agency. And then, of course, you launched the um, your beauty product line, what was that moment where you felt like, okay, you know, I have this down pack, now I can branch out and, you know, start to pursue something that is near and dear to your heart? Because, you know, for instance, a lot of us are entrepreneurs, and for you, you are a serial entrepreneur, uh, meaning that, of course, you have one, more than one business. So how were you able to um, decide, okay, this was the opportunity for me to go ahead and enter into this market? Surprisingly for me, it was meeting other uh, people of color here in Santa Fe, New Mexico, who had experienced Uh, similar issues either with hair um, problems moving into the desert or skin issues, Um, sharing some of the oils that I had and some of the techniques that I was implementing. Um, In addition to my um, oil-based moisturizers, they were seeing success with it. Um, It wasn't something that I had multiple products in stock, but they were requesting, like, hey, do you have more? Um, and so I said, well, maybe, you know, this is something that other women could uh, appreciate and see value in as well, especially if you're in a dry climate or you naturally struggle with uh, a dry skin. Right, right, definitely, definitely. So I did have a question. Um, I was just listening to you speak about, um, you know, of course, like you've always been conscious about what you put on your skin, what you put in your body. So for that reason, five years ago, um, how was it then versus now being able to market to an audience where that wasn't what I like to call a trend? And I don't like Mm -hmm. to call it, you know, necessarily a trend because I think that people are becoming more conscious and they are wanting to do better. And I feel like, you know, a trend is here today, gone tomorrow. However, um, for your business, you've always been conscious about, you know, what your body was soaking up or soaking in. So how was it, how were you able to make your mark um, then versus now? Because I'm pretty sure it's much easier to get that message across. Yeah, so back um, five years ago, it was um, very organic, really, because it was mainly people just through conversation sharing that they had a need. So there was a demand there, um, which made it, like I said, easier to connect with people who have the need and the desire. As I decided to try to market it to people outside of the state, um, it, to me, it's not challenging marketing to, to uh, mass amount of people as it has been marketing to people closest to me because, um, right. <laughs> excuse me, like I said, coming from Louisiana, culturally, the things, and from the South, 
too, I'm sure where you are, um, culturally our diet is not the healthiest. So I would mention things to people in terms of changing diet, trying to eat, um, you know, more plant-based and including more fruits into the diet to help the skin or to help with whatever ailment that they were suffering with um, health-wise as well. So that has been the biggest challenge. Um, I'm known for always trying to uh, do this elimination diet, um, which seems extreme to a lot of my friends um, and network that I know because um, it, you have to be really dedicated to do it. Um, so I think that has been more challenging to me than really marketing to the uh, mass majority of people because it's everywhere now um, and it has you know, over the years continuously been branded as the right decision to make for our lifestyle. So, like right. I said, the general public has been much easier um, than getting those closest to me to, um, to see the value in making those changes, whether it's a diet or a beauty. Right, definitely. And, I mean, I love, love, love the name of the brand because I feel like, you know, the word content really resonated with me over these past two years. Um, so what is the key message you want from people when they're actually experiencing your brand? Because I know um, you, your business is the conscious brand. Yeah, yeah. So for me, the, I always tell people I believe that glowing skin is the best makeup. What, and that's basically what I would prefer people to take away is that it's the more um, that you invest in having a healthy skincare routine and having a good foundation of products that you use for your regimen, um, you will not have the need to use any makeup. And it will become a just, you know, personal choice or desire. And I know that there are some women um, who are using it to, you know, cover flaws or imperfections, but those things can be reversed, like I said, with a good uh, regimen, excuse me, that is conscious. Uh, and then uh, 12 months down the line, who knows, you may get to a place where you say, you know what, I prefer how I look naturally um, than you know, wearing makeup on a daily basis. I'll, you know, it may be something you decide to do two, three times out the week or only on special occasions. So that would be okay. the most important thing. Yes, I love that. So I do want to talk about the products a little bit more. I mean, um, can get more familiar with the brand and the type of you offering. Um, what are the products that you offer and how can it help a woman who is suffering but is struggling? you know, um, dark marks, blemishes. Um, can you walk us through some of the products that you have? Sure. So our most, um, our best seller is our Rosé Beauty Serum. Um, it's the foundational product that um, I was using when I was trying to find something to stay moisturized in moving to New Mexico. It's comprised of 10 botanical oils that um, mimic the natural oils or sebum that uh, we have on our skin. Um, and it's a multi-purpose product, so you can use it as a makeup remover. Um, since it is an oil-based product, um, oil-based cleansing is in now, so you can use it as a cleanser as well to restore, mo restore moisture from your regular cleanser. So use your regular cleanser first and then follow up with the oil-based cleanser. Um, and just as a side note, um, because it's an oil-based cleanser, I don't want our um, oily skin girls to believe that they can't use the product. It's actually a great product for um, all skin types, and even oily skin can see some benefits from it. And then the third use of our Rosé Beauty Serum 
is, of course, as a moisturizer. It can be applied all over the body from the face, the neck, and then further down below to the feet. Uh, but again, it is our best-selling product because it is a multi-purpose product, and you can do so many things with it in just a go. Um, in terms of removing blemishes and um, lightening dark circles around the eyes, uh, we have our Illuminating Eye Serum, which is really, really great. Um, I've used it since um, we started carrying it and for my dark circles, of course, I don't feel that mine are bad, but I'm still at an age where I feel like I can use a little bit of help. So I, uh, I really stand by the illuminating eye corrector to lighten up some of the uh, blemishes and reduce those dark circles and puffiness around the eyes. Um, one of the um, main things that I believe um, the eyes need is like more hydration. Um, so the illuminating eye corrector does rehydrate the eye area, so it kind of helps us um, have an even skin tone when using that. Um, we do have a skin mist. Um, again, our skin mist is really great for me because I'm in a dry climate, but I do believe that whenever you're using a skincare regimen, you should set your products with a really great um, skin mist. You can use it the same way you would use as a toner, or if you just need a uh, if you just want a dewy glow throughout the day, you can spray two to three times on your face, and this mist will give you a really beautiful dewy glow. Yes, I love that. I love that. And I'll definitely be checking out and supporting the brand because I actually got a chance to look at the product. And, guys, if you have not had a chance to go and check out the her website, her Instagram, um, you should do so. I love the branding. It looks phenomenal, I must say. Mm-hmm. Um, I must put that disclaimer out there earlier. I mean, that message out there early because um, before we even got on the phone, I'm like, you know, let me check out the brand. And I'm like, wow, like the brand looks super phenomenal. So, guys, if you're interested in supporting and you find yourself with some of these troubles or you're trying to, you know, um, have a product that can help with dark marks or, you know, for me, baggy eyes are like, I don't know. They don't go away. I feel like (laughs) I was born with them, and I'm like, nothing is helping. So definitely I'm going to check out that product. And, of course, for those who are entrepreneurs, you know, we rarely get any sleep. So that's probably a part of the problem. Maybe you can, you know, inform us on how you assist us with those types of needs. However, I do want to kind of transition into the entrepreneurial um, side of things with you. So what advice could you give someone who is wanting to start a business but they feel as though the market is overly saturated? Yeah, in the beauty industry, you, we tend to get that a lot, that it's oversaturated. However, I always tell people if you look at most markets, there's a, a plethora of people who are doing a lot of the same things. So never let that discourage you. Um, when you want to launch a beauty product, um, make sure it's something that you're passionate about and it's a niche product, something that um, you can make it as your specialty um, and you can really just focus on uh, what uh, benefits uh, your client will receive from using your product and start that way instead of, you know, saying, well, there's so many people doing, you know, toners or creams, I won't fit in. If you have a niche or something that really resonates with a certain demographic, you will excel in it. So, uh, yeah, definitely just set caution to the wind, step out there and believe in yourself and your product and just go. 
Yes, I love that. I love that. So what are one or two strategies a business can um, use to help market themselves to uniquely stand out? I know you just mentioned, um, and I do want to kind of piggyback on that statement that you made because it's very important for people to understand, like, any industry that you get in, it's kind of, quote, unquote, considered oversaturated because there's a lot of professionals who are, um, you know, um, servicing or providing similar products that you have. However, when I look at that, I feel like the more people that are entering the market, there must be a demand for it. So um, that's what I like to tell people to kind of alter, you know, your thinking when it comes to, well, it seems overly saturated. It's billions and billions of people here in the world, yet, you know, there are more people who need, you know, more providers. And as much as we would love to service everyone, you know, across the world, in the globe, we would love to, you know, keep all the wealth within, you know, us. It's like I always look at it like, wow, if an industry is growing and thriving and a lot of people are pursuing this market, there must be a high demand for it. So I appreciate the fact that, you know, um, you spoke on the, that you mentioned like the overly saturated concept of just finding what your unique value is um, for that particular market. So um, thank you for that because typically a lot of times I know that's a lot of people's hindrance when it comes to, you know, starting or um, launching a product or service because they feel like, you know, oh, my product is just like, you know, such and such product. And it's like I looked at your product and I'm like, I don't see, or maybe I haven't ran across a brand, but I feel like you have uniquely defined your the type of products that, you know, that you're marketing, and it's totally different from other products because I am into, you know, the natural holistic um, way of, you know, using products. So it's like when I was looking, I'm like, I want to try her products now, you know. (laughs) And it was so ironic because I was just looking at somebody else's products the day before, but I'm like, you know, (laughs) you have a differentiator that makes me say, okay, you clearly identify and outline, you know, what's in your products and what it helps with. So that's why I'm like, I definitely want to speak um, to you part of it. So um, to kind of to the next question, what are like one or two strategies of business that you can give a business, of course, um, to not only uniquely stand out, but to actually, I guess, find that balance with time management. Because I do want to talk about the book a little bit more and your publishing company, um, but how do you find the balance between the two? Yeah, so for me, um, I found something that is naturally a part of my lifestyle anyway, and I think that is key. Um, for anyone, if you can find something that you're passionate about that you already incorporate into your lifestyle, it will be much easier for time management because I can go to work um, and talk about um, the new authors that we have on clients that we're bringing in. And when it's time for me to unwind at the end of the day, I can still go home and show people through my personal cell phone going live how I'm taking off my day, you know, with the different products. Or um, through any travel event that I'm doing um, for an author's book launch, um, I can also set aside a little time to say, hey, you know what, I would like to plan a a two-and-a-half-hour women's 
brunch or I want right. a tea party to talk about my products. So I think um, that's how I find the balance because it's something that I use in my day-to-day lifestyle anyway. Um, if it were not a product that um, I would use in my day-to-day lifestyle, I would say try to do the same thing. I mean, of course, you can't come home every night and talk about the product, but you can definitely try to plan um, events throughout the year the same way you would plan for your main business or your other side hustle. And definitely, definitely invest in bringing in a, um, a social media manager because you're just not going to be able to do it all. Right. Um, you can, you know, post from your personal account, but you need somebody to be there to consistently post from your brand account. So that would be my takeaway is to have a social media manager to handle the social side for you um, and just to make sure you carve out that time to talk about your main uh, business but something that you're passionate about as well. Yes, I love it. I love it. So um, to get into the book, um, can we talk about the book and the inspiration behind it? Um, for those who may be interested in learning, you know, more about your journey and um, you outside of the beauty industry. Yeah, so um, when I started my company uh, about eight years ago, I had written a book called Life Resolutions. Um, It was something that um, I felt like as a mother, I wanted to have something that my children could have for me um, from me if something were to happen, you know, if I was to, um, you know, pass away early or unexpectedly, they would have something that will carry them through life. And I thought what would better way to leave something with my children than my pearls of wisdom, you know. So life resolutions are actually conversations that I have with God about challenges I faced as a young woman, challenges I faced as a single mother, challenges I faced um, in trying to find someone to partner with in a relationship and make a family with. And the responses that God gave me is what I put into that book. Um, And so initially, like I said, it was going to be something that I was going to get print and bounded um, and given to each one of my children. And uh, once my mom had a chance to read the book, she said, you know, this is something that you should really share with the world. Um, and so it um, takes a day, uh, 30 days, and each day there is a question that I ask God and an in-depth uh, response that I receive from him. Um, and that is what I based my first book off of. And, again, it's called Life Resolution under my name, April Sharice. And just from that journey um, and getting um, – Uh, you know, media interviews and getting published in magazines about the book, I was able to garner more authors in my area, of course, who was looking to uh, carry out the same dream of getting published. And it just just grew from there. Yeah, and I love it. And that book alone, and I haven't even read it, guys, but it sounds so inspirational. And I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, like, wow, you know, how conscious you are about everything that takes place in your life. (laughs) And, I mean, I couldn't find a better word to use, but conscious because, you know, I know I don't think like that. And I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I know personally I have not thought about what I could leave in a written form, you know, if something were to happen to me. I have written a book, yes, but it's more of a self-help, you know, guide for those who are looking um, to heal, forgiveness, fulfillment, abundance. However, 
Um, I just love the beauty and how, like, conscious you are about everything. Was there, like, a moment in your life where um, you were like, okay, <laughs> the time now to be <laughs> present? Because, honestly, for me, pre- consciousness is present, presentness. So it's like yeah. in order for you to be conscious, you have to be present within that moment in your life. So was there ever a particular moment where it was like, you know, I'm over the – the day-to-day just, you know, motions of life that I'd rather just be more present, conscious, whatever word that you want to use. Um, And how has that transformed your life? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I don't want (laughs) to give off the impression that I've always had it together because I definitely didn't. I was like most teenagers and young adolescents where I was just really searching for answers on what is my purpose and what am I good at and Right. What is it I really want to do in life? Um, and, again, in having children, you, you, you find yourself really searching frantically because you want to be able to set that foundation. Um, right. For me, um, I, um, I had a, 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 a situation occur in my life where I was faced with reality. So in 2010, I was uh, struck by lightning when I was leaving my my then job, and it was through that experience where I realized that you know, I'm this is something out of my control, and at this point in my life, if I you know die from this or I don't return back, then I don't even have a legacy for my children, and. And what will they say at my funeral? Because I hadn't really, you know, I went to school and things like that, but I hadn't really established anything that I would felt like I would have been proud of leaving for my children. Um, thankfully, I, my life was spared, of course, when I came back. But it was that moment um, that I said, I really need you, God, to show me what my purpose is and whatever that is, I'll walk in it. Um, like I said, that was in January of 2010. And I launched uh, my publishing company, um, Upland Avenue Productions, in January of 2012. So it took me some time, you know, to to go through that process and to hear exactly what God wanted me to focus on. But um, I did find that to be my purpose, and I've been pushing forward and loving everything that I'm doing ever since. Yes, and I love that. And that alone right there is a great way to end this podcast because my thing is, like, I think your story is super unique. And a lot of things, and we only touch the surface, I'm pretty sure, but just in that one moment, something that could have changed your life completely, you use that as leverage to keep going. And it was like a wake-up moment. And I think that's so inspiring because a lot of people, you know, we see bad things as bad things and we don't keep pursuing, we don't keep going. And I think that's so beautiful. The the most beautiful thing in your story is that the fact that something traumatic like that happened to you, yet you still found light in your tunnel to keep pushing forward. And it has created so much from that very moment. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, you have touched many lives in this short amount of period of time, you know, I'm inspired, um, and if no one on this podcast is 
is inspired, I was able <laughs> to stop and go back and re-listen to the podcast because, you know, like I said, your journey is beautiful and it's very unique. You know, we hear a lot of times there are people, um, you know, it's the corporate nine to five, it's the, you know, do this, I hustle, hustle, hustle story, but for somebody to get on here and say, hey, you know, I really just identified my purpose, you know, you were spirit-led, I think for me yeah. it's just like beauty and transformational. So for those who are interested in purchasing your product, where can they find them and how can they purchase them? Sure. So um, we do have a website up. It's aprilsharice.com. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, I'll spell that. Sharice Park is S-H-E-R-I-S. Um, so aprilsharice.com. All of our products are available there. You can buy them directly through the website. Um, I believe right now we have uh, free shipping, um, so you don't have to worry about that with your order. Um, and then also on social media, we're on all the major outlets um, as aprilsharice.glow. Okay, and then um, you said aprilsharice.glow? Yes, glow. Okay, yes, guys. So all of April's information, how you can connect with her, how you can support and find the brand. Like I said, guys, I checked out the product, and I was, like, super amazed. Not that I was looking for anything different, but I was just blown away. And like I said, I will be supporting you. Um, because I think what you're doing is a beautiful thing. I think the products that you have is super amazing. And I just want to thank you again for being on today's episode of Posh Talks Podcast. Um, and, yeah, are there any last words um, words of advice you would like to leave? Um, if not, then I would like to say thank you. I hope that one day we connect in Atlanta. Um, and how is New Mexico? Like, how is the weather out there? <laughs> so uh, New Mexico, we get all four seasons, so I love that. Okay. Uh, we're in our winter season right now, so it's snowing here and there. But, yeah, the weather seriously, You'll love it. Yeah, we're, we're surrounded by mountains, so it's the most peaceful and majestic place that i found to, to be able to live in. <laughs> okay, this is super off topic, and I know, but what, like, what was the, like, inspiration behind moving to New Mexico? So, uh, I know, right? That's the question I get the most. So, honestly, uh, we landed in New Mexico because my husband um, got a, a, a good job out here, and I was like, okay, okay, I've never been here before, so let's just do it. <laughs> okay, because I'm like... Yeah, like New Mexico, I is just unheard of. You know, it's the norm to move right. to LA. I go to New York. You know, they go to Chicago. But it's like I think that's super dope. Like I've um, rode through New Mexico before, and it was hot. I think, but we were yeah. in the summertime, and it was like super humid. And I was yeah. like, oh god, because <laughs> the weather yeah. gets so hot. <laughs> but it does. But, yes, thank you again. And, guys, this episode was super amazing. Thank you again for being such a powerhouse. It was amazing connecting with you. Again, if you want to connect with April, all of her information will be provided in the show notes. If you know anyone who can benefit from this podcast, please, please pass this episode along. The more people you send this way, it helps build our community, and we're able to keep providing you with valuable content and episodes. 
Also, do not forget to subscribe and leave us a review. I love hearing from you. My team loves hearing from you, and it helps us grow as a brand. As always, guys, have a high-vibe, intentional week. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.